I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Uni Therapy. My name is Kat and I'm the host. Happy Monday. Well, happy Monday if it is Monday. If it's not Monday, happy whatever day it is that you are listening to this. Before we get started today, really quick want to remind you guys that although I'm a therapist, this podcast is not therapy and does not substitute as therapy. However, it might lead you to therapy, which I'm all for because you know, I'm a therapist and think we should all give therapy a shot if we have the means, if we have the ability to do that. So now that we have that out of the way, we get to jump right into today's episode, which is another episode of of me talking to y'all alone. We're just going to have some alone time again, second week in the row. I've been wanting to do this episode for a long time and never really made it a priority. And then I was like, if I don't make this a priority, it'll never happen. So we're doing it. So here we are. We're talking about breakups and heartbreak and all of those things. And if you have been a listener for a while or follow me on Instagram, you may have picked up, you probably have picked up on the fact that something that really boils my blood is the amount of self-proclaimed experts that are out in the world self-proclaiming their opinions as the way and the light and the truth to get you what you want out of life. There are a lot of humans out there that have created a platform and a business and a brand and a living off of making you think that they know exactly what you need. And then we look to these people as somewhat like idols and end up hanging onto their every word. And as much as it may seem helpful, I, from an outsider's perspective, see it becoming extremely damaging and 
I see that just out in the world. And then I see the remnants of that when people who have experienced this and are doing this come into my office. Life is not one size fits all. And speaking as a mental health professional, I, as a mental health professional, cannot tell you what you need. I can't tell you what to think, what you need to think. And I can't tell you what to feel or what you need to feel. Not because I don't know you. That's part of it if you're listening to this now. But because as a mental health professional, I know that what people need is the power to understand your own patterns and our own systems and to have our own introspection. And none of y'all humans don't need me dropping truth bombs and generalized insight until y'all's brains. Like that's not what we need to find healing to get the life we want. We need skills to learn how to do that. And I could talk about this for days and days and days, but we're not going to do that. I'm bringing it up now because we're talking about healing through heartbreak and breakups and all that and why it can be so freaking hard. And okay, side note, I'm on or I'm doing this Instagram experiment right now. You might have heard of it. Um, I might have talked about it before, but I'm doing this experiment where I have unfollowed everybody on my Instagram page. So people still are following me, but I follow nobody. And for the next 30 days, the only content that I'm going to see on Instagram is going to be my own because I have following nobody. So the more on this in the weeks to come, I'm going to do a whole episode on it after uh, my experiment is over. And you know, I'm already learning things. I'm journaling about it every single day. And it's already become pretty interesting. However, before I decided to do this, like probably like the day before I decided to do this, I saw, I caught the video of a very popular dating coach. And he was talking about ghosting. And he was answering someone's question that they had sent him. And meanwhile, if you're like, why do you follow this guy if you don't like those kind of people? I don't follow him. And I didn't, I definitely don't follow him now, but I wasn't following him. It it was like on the like suggested page or something. And I'd clicked on it. I know I shouldn't have clicked on it, but I did. And that's beside the point. (laughs) So we're going to move on from that. However, the issue I have with this video that I'm, I'm talking about isn't that he was answering a listener question because I myself do a whole episode on y'all's questions and couch talks on Wednesdays. If you're if you're new, we do that on Wednesdays Q&A. And then I also started doing Amy's Amy Brown's Tuesday episode where we do the same thing. We answer listener emails on her Four Things with Amy Brown podcast. We do that on Tuesdays and then her regular episode comes out on Thursdays. So it's not that I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be li- answering people's questions. No, I think that's great and helpful and kind. But if you have been a listener to Couch Talks, you'll notice that I don't really tell people what to do. I don't tell them what to feel. I don't tell them point blank what's right or wrong. I can give some insight. But what I do is I kind of talk about the situations and give factual information when necessary, give some education when necessary, and then offer feedback when necessary. And then I I usually offer more questions for that person to think about so then they can come up with answers themselves. And we're going to talk more about that as we go, but I'm never going to be the kind of person who somebody says, what do I do? And I give them that answer straight away. I'm not going to do that for many reasons. That's what this person did. This person just went straight on to telling this person exactly what to do and how to feel and what to think. That was the other, it really, oof. And I don't completely remember what he said. I didn't watch the whole video because I didn't want to waste any more of my time. But I quickly became annoyed. The question was about ghosting. And his answer in the beginning, he said something like, don't ever give someone the power to X. And like, if it was that easy, 
it was that easy, then there would be no question in the first place, right? And I get the idea behind that part of answering the question. Like we don't need to give other people power over us. Like that's not a great thing to do. Like we we should not give our power freely to, to other people. I get that. And it's not that simple. I talk about this concept with clients all of the time. However, it usually sounds more like a conversation of what beliefs and what feelings we have inside of us that allow a person that is in our life or not in our life or sometimes in our life to hold on to power over us and how we think, feel, and act rather than just telling the person, stop doing that. Don't give them that. Don't give them that satisfaction. Well, okay, I can't just stop doing that. (laughs) And now I feel bad about myself because I can't stop doing that. And that's the answer. (sighs) You see, the questions that are being asked are great questions. It's how people in power answer them that I don't just love. And telling someone what to do doesn't help give them agency and understanding over their processes. So then the person can gain awareness and change what isn't working. That leaves us needing the person in power because since we don't have an understanding and awareness, we are less likely to actually create lasting like psychological pattern changes and we will need that person's help to get out of the next crisis that we have because we will have another one. So what's happening is we're creating a need and a power differential between that expert and myself as they're telling us to stop giving other people power over us. (sighs) You know, tricky tricky. These people are tricky. And if we stopped looking at experts to teach us how to date and tell us what to do and answer all these questions, I really think life would be much easier. But it's addicting. I get it. It's addicting to get answers. When we create answers to questions, our brains actually receive dopamine and it feels good. Even if the answer isn't actually the right answer. If we think or we tell ourselves that we figured something out, we get a shot of dopamine, an initial one. Might not last very long, but it does feel good in that second. I believe there's power in helping people answer questions themselves. And again, the questions aren't wrong. It's who we think has the answer. We're asking the right questions to the wrong people, essentially. Now, before we get into the real juice of what I want to talk about today, I want to, and after I stop going on that rant, I want to make it very clear that I personally don't by any means consider myself a dating expert. I would never call myself that. Never. I study relationships and I study the human condition. I study attachment and human behavior, but I'm not a dating expert. Does that give me some insight on dating and relationships? Sure. But I'm not here to coach anyone on how to date and tell anyone what to do. I'm here to offer some insight that might make it easier for you to understand yourself. So you can essentially coach yourself. The other thing, as much as I love a good entertaining dating podcast, I don't know that this episode is that. Because we're going to talk about dating, but we're going to talk about the ick part of it. I want to spend some time honoring one of the hardest parts of dating, and that's the breakup. That's heartbreak. I continue to make this podcast in hopes that I encourage the people who listen to it to dig into their stuff and have more conversations with themselves, their higher power, other people, so then we can facilitate more connection and just plain satisfaction with life and ourselves. And this is one of those conversations that I, I want to encourage more people to dig into and have, because I think a lot of times when we're going through heartbreak or a breakup, it feels very lonely and isolating. And we're the only ones with those feelings. And that's just not true. And again, I can't give you answers on exactly what to do with your own heartbreak or exactly the roadmap or any of that. 
what I can do is help start a conversation that might lead you to identify kind of what you need for yourself. And you can pick and choose what you want to want to keep from this conversation and what you want to focus on. And maybe part of the healing and maybe the part of all of that is just you hearing something that you can relate to in what I'm going to say today. Speaking of relating to, something I cannot relate to myself is someone who seems to have everything figured out and knows what to do all the time and just simply always chooses to do those right things. Just so you guys know, yes, I am a therapist. Yes, I have lots of insight. Yes, I have lots of information. Yes, I practice most everything that I preach. However, I'm also a human and I don't have it all figured out and I don't always make the right choice at the right time. So this is not me. This person who has it all figured out, not me. I also don't hang out with those people. I don't know those people personally and I'm turned off by them and not because I'm jealous of them. It's because I can't grab onto the idea that those people are real. I don't think that's being human and I don't think that someone who always has it together all the time and who looks perfect and who's always making the right choice and always knows what to do. I don't know that those people really have the capacity for true intimate connection because true intimate connection involves some of the mess up. It involves messiness. It involves risk. It involves uncertainty. It involves fear. It involves all of that. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you You Need Therapy after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. 
Millions of people have made the switch to Nick Sleekproof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine washable, and great looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. So if you're still listening at this point, I would go ahead and bet that you have or maybe you're currently going through some heartache yourself. So I want to say first off, I am in that. I have felt that too. And I want you to know that I'm not coming at you and I'm not coming to you as someone who is not involved in this. Someone who is almost like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes experts or professionals in this field, they feel like like an other, but I am with you. And I hope that makes sense. I don't know if I'm explaining that the way I want to explain it, but that's what we have right now. (laughs) And what I want to say before we get into any of this, if you are going through this now, you just went through it, or even if you just ever have gone through heartbreak, which is probably literally everybody, I'm sorry. This is really one of my, my personal least favorite experiences that I've ever had. It's a bloodbath for me. It is something that has brought me back and kept me in therapy for years, time and time again. And it just is one of the most painful and hurtful, icky things that I wish I could avoid at all costs that I can't avoid. To be honest, the only people I would ever wish this upon, this feeling of, of heartbreak, would be the people that broke my heart. And not because I want them to hurt out of spite. No, I don't have, I don't want my worst enemy to feel this. Not because I want them to hurt out of spite. It's because like there's a part of me that wants them to hurt. So then they would change their mind and then they would take my pain away because they would come back. And honestly, in hindsight, very glad and thanking God that that never happened with any of the people of my past so far um, when I wanted it to happen. Because as we'll talk, time changes things. And I have found much, much gratitude for not being in those relationships that I thought were like my everything. So one of the questions that I want to talk about is why does it suck so bad? Like why does this experience suck so bad? And why isn't there like a clear solution? And why isn't there a way to like get out of this? And why can't I just not give that person any more power? And why can't I hold on to that thing that people say when they're like, if they don't see your worth, you don't want to be with them. Oh my God. When our hearts are broken, that sentence that I just said is so, 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 so freaking annoying. Yes, we know. I know. We all know. We want someone to see our worth. Like that's the kind of person we want to be with. But that's not helpful because that's not why I'm sad. I'm sad because I want this person to see my worth. I know I want someone to see it, but I want this person to be that person. So I'm giving an eye roll to that sentence. And I've probably said it to somebody and people have said it to me. And I'm probably going to say it again because it's a thing we've been programmed to say. It's not helpful. It's really not helpful. But like, why? Why can't that be helpful? Why can't we just be like, oh, you're right. I don't like him anymore because he doesn't like me. Well, one of the things is we were literally created to be in relationship. We were created to long 
for people. We were created to desire deep connection and intimacy. It's one of the strongest and sweetest and most like satisfying experiences. There's like nothing else like it. It's in our DNA to want this. And so it sucks when we have it and then it gets ripped out from us and then we don't have it anymore. It's gone and we don't know when we're going to get it back and we're not in control of how to get it back because we can't just snap our fingers and like fall in love. Now, those who are able to actually live into this, like those who are capable of feeling vulnerable in order to experience this type of connection that I'm talking about that we were designed for, those people are what I would call the most courageous people because as they're allowing the ability for one thing, which is this great experience that we are designed to have, as we're allowing that ability to come in, we're also at the same time welcoming the most feared and avoided experience of the human condition. And that is rejection and abandonment. Ugh, nobody likes that. We don't like it. Like that's the worst. It's just the worst. The lengths that people will go to avoid feeling rejected and abandoned are wild, y'all. Wild, 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 wild. And we're not going to talk about that really, but there are people who would rather jump out of planes or off cliffs and will happily do crazy shit that risk their lives, but ask them to risk feeling rejected by someone that they love. They're like, nope, gone, bye, gotta go. I'm gonna go avoid that by jumping out of a plane (laughs) with a parachute. But the things that we do to avoid that, like they are indescribable, they are wild. The time, the energy, the systems we create inside of our bodies to avoid feeling rejected and abandoned, it's a lot. And why? Because heartbreak is that painful. Feeling rejected, feeling abandoned, feeling all that is one of the most painful experiences. So one of the best experiences, one of the most sought after delicious experiences that we can have comes with the risk of one of the very worst experiences. And that is annoying to me. And at the same time, we can't change it. Now, breakups suck way more and this is kind of the point that I want to make throughout this but like they suck way more than we really give them credit and just a a fact that for young adults they're one of the most common risk factors for clinical depression like breakups aren't just like oh they're sad like they change us and I think we tend to almost dumb this experience down like oh they'll get over it they just broke up with their boyfriend like oh she's just sad they just broke up with their girlfriend or whatever And the vast majority of us eventually will heal from this experience. We will. But before that happens, there is a whole experience of suck. And this kind of reminds me of like how we write like breakups off as not a big deal. It's like sometimes with addiction, we can write that off too. And it's like, why can't they just stop drinking? Like, why can't they just stop being sad? Or they should just be able to move on. It's not that big of a deal. Or they should just be able to not do that drug. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. They're fine. Like, all we, we say things like that but just like addiction is not that easy and not that simple I have a whole episode on that if you want to listen to it it's how people respond to a broken world but breakups have to do more with just the experience of like two people not being in a relationship anymore for example when you're falling in love for the first time there's something new happening in your brain you're getting a dopamine spike like you're at, you actually are like you're getting all this feel good stuff in your brain when you start to develop romantic feelings and it can honestly be compared to like the first time taking a drug and you get this like high that you keep wanting and you keep wanting to chase it and you keep chasing after and you you 
want that experience because it felt so good. You want more of it. Why wouldn't you want more of something that is like the best thing you've ever felt, right? That makes sense. And sometimes when we're in like these stages of the relationship, when we're like, oh, I just want it to go back to where it was at the beginning and and you're in the ending of a relationship and you know that it's not great anymore and you're like, why can't I stop going back to this beginning? Because that beginning felt so good. You can't forget about how good that felt and you want to find a way to feel that again. Much like somebody who's struggling with addiction. It's like, I want to go back to that first time I got high. I don't like this feeling that I have now where I'm like sick if I'm not using, but I want to go back to that time where it felt so good. I'm chasing that first high. That experience of falling in love or falling for someone, it leaves an effect on your brain and that effect sticks around. Breakups create an emotionally painful experience. Yes, that experience also has to do with the psychological effects that your brain has as you create relationship and move through a relationship. And that actually transcends into how our physical body feels. It's not just emotional. You're not just sad. Your whole body, all of it, biological, emotional, physical, psychological, it's all being affected. Aside from feeling one of the most avoided experiences, rejection, abandonment, breakups take a toll on us in many, many ways. Okay. So the obvious loss, you have a loss of normalcy, you have a loss of predictable, consistent intimacy, which is can be physical and emotional. Um, you have a loss of a companion, a loss of ideas and a future plans and stories in your head, loss of different friend groups and all of that, which goes into like the normalcy. There's a lot of loss in that. So there's, there's that. Then there's this unraveling of the future, future plans, ideas, hopes. And when we're in longer term, more serious relationships, when those end, we literally have to relearn how to live our lives. And things can change in a matter of a day. And that's like a lot to comprehend. So as things change in in like a day, like you're together one day and the next day you're not together anymore. There's also this unraveling of what was being built or created, the relationship. There's this unraveling of this created relationship. And what do I mean by that? Well, think about how a relationship is created and started. There's the fun and exciting, maybe butterfly inducing at some points, like moments where you're building this bond and you create routines and you share parts of yourself with the other person and, and maybe your own habits change or your own ideas and thoughts and opinions start to expand and you develop and you grow together. Then you break up and there's this part that starts to wonder, do I even like the Packers or is that just my boyfriend's favorite team? I lost this companionship, but also now I have lost this Saturday afternoon routine watching football. Do I hate football now or do I like football? Do I like this team? Like, how do I unravel from that? Or who knows, maybe your girlfriend got you into CrossFit and post breakup, you can't walk into the gym without turning into a puddle of tears. And again, you wonder, is this something that is a part of me or am I losing this too? Do I even like to work out or did I just like doing things with my partner? And you can attach that to anything, right? Like TV shows, movies, anything. And most recently, I'm giving you a a low key example because this wasn't super serious, but it does make sense in this context. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Most recently, I was dating somebody who was very perplexed by the idea that I had never seen a Harry Potter movie. And well, like three of our like eight or nine dates that we had were spent watching a couple of the Harry Potter movies. And at one point I admitted to myself and him that I was enjoying them. And I was, and I'm going to Disney World or yeah, Disney World in um, January. And I'm planning to go with my nieces and my brother and sister-in-law, my mom. I'm very excited about it. But anyway, I remembered even thinking like, man, maybe like one day I'll go to Harry Potter World, which I think that's not in Disney World. It's in Universal, I think. But I was like thinking, well, I can make that work. Like that'd be really fun because that's going to make sense to me now. And the last time I went, I'd never seen the movies. So I just thought everything was weird. And I was excited about that. Part of me was. Well, one, once this dating experience ended and we went our separate ways, I literally had the thought like, do I not get to finish the rest of those movies? Did I really like those movies? Or did I like the experience of watching them with him? And this is, again, a very low key stakes example because my heart wasn't like crumbling to pieces after this ended. But this kind of explains what I mean. And also, if you're wondering, yes, I will. I have decided I will watch the rest of the movies, but I'm much less in a rush to do that. I'll watch them like when I feel like it, which will probably take me years. 
to be honest. But I had to unravel my desire to watch these movies from my desire to spend time and please this guy before making that decision. And healing from a breakup includes taking back parts of our life from the relationship. And it's a process. It's not a one and done decision. It's not a like decide this now. It's not a figure it out. It's a introspective process. It takes time to figure out really who am I outside of having this relationship? What changes about me? The unraveling of a relationship is disorienting. It's confusing. And that's one of the reasons you'll hear people, or maybe you've heard yourself say this, I don't know who I am without him, her, or them, without this person. I don't know who I am anymore. Because there, there's parts of us that have combined the relationship with us. And I don't think that's a good or bad thing. It's just a hard thing to move through when, when and if that relationship ends. As we build relationships, we're also growing as individuals. And it's hard to separate the two things. And we get to take some of that growth with us. Like it doesn't all have to stay in the relationship. But also that's hard because it reminds us of that thing. And we don't want to be reminded of that thing when we're feeling heartbreak. So then we want to push all that stuff away. But then we're like, but we want that. Like, I don't want to like Harry Potter. But like, I want to watch it. Like that kind of, I mean, again, low stakes example. But you know what I mean? Also, I think that it's important to talk about the physiological effects of breakups like our partners become like regulators for us and even if the regulation isn't like the good kind of regulation maybe the relationship is very chaotic we get used to it and our bodies adjust and our bodies adapt and their presence becomes our normal adults going through breakups show actually this is so interesting adults going through breakups show many of the same signs of physical dysregulation that babies do when they're separated from caregivers. So this would be stuff like agitation, like physical agitation, disruption in our sleep patterns, like our appetite being messed up and off, and I mean, stuff like that. It's not just something we get over in our heads. We are having to relearn how to regulate our bodies too. And we're not just losing sleep because we're thinking about our ex and our future and we're replaying stories and all of that. That's not why, because I know when we go through breakups, we're not sleeping well. And then when we're not sleeping well, well, how does that affect the rest of our functioning? But it's not just because we are having anxiety and thinking about the relationship and what we could have done differently and all of that. We're also having trouble sleeping because our internal regulatory system has to readjust without this person in our life all the time. Like, Think about if like maybe you're married, maybe you're not married, like maybe you just start sleeping in the bed with your partner for however long your body gets used to that. What if you do that for like five, 10 years and then you stop? Your body has gotten used to that, that feeling, the comfort, the soothingness, like sleeping patterns, sounds, temperature, and you have to unravel that. So my point in all of this is that breakups are hard, not just because we miss somebody. Not just because the story we created. Yes, that's part of it. Not just because we're losing a future. Not just because we're losing friend groups or not just because we're sad and not just because our feelings are hurt. Not just because we feel rejected. Breakups are hard because this affects every part of our being. And breakups are hard because we're losing one of the most sought after experiences, feelings, and things in the world. And there is not a surefire system way to get it back and know when we might have that again. So then we're sitting in this pain and then we're also sitting with uncertainty, which is something that humans 
don't necessarily love. Now, I don't want to just throw all this out you and tell you how hard it is without giving you some kind of hope or things to think about and maybe things that you might be able to do. Again, I'm not telling you how to heal. I'm not telling you exactly what you need, but I want to offer some thoughts and some things that might be helpful for you to do and process. Now, through a breakup feeling, we don't like the feelings that we're having, right? We don't like pain. We don't like feeling sad. We don't like all that. Okay. Well, you know my stance on this, like feel your feelings. It's pretty important to acknowledge where you are and how you feel. And this is important because we can't just make those feelings go away by ignoring them. They're just going to go somewhere else. Like pretending like you don't have feelings is not a solution to your feelings. Like they're still there. And if, if anything, the numbing processes that we actually go through, those are the things that are actually dangerous. So your feelings are not going to kill you. They're not going to hurt you. Like they might hurt, but they are not going to actually damage you. However, the things that you do to try to avoid your feelings, those will, those might, those will damage you. Those can hurt you. Those could kill you. In that, I want to remind you guys that your feelings are valid. Like any feeling you have is valid. I don't care how long it takes you to move through this. I don't care how long you're sad. Your feeling of being sad is always valid. But what we have to separate is the idea of our, our feelings and then like what facts are. Like feelings and facts are not the same thing. Also, don't confuse feelings with thoughts. A lot of times I'll ask somebody, like I'll say, what are you feeling? Obviously, I say that because I'm a therapist. <laughs> but I'll say like, well, what are you feeling? Like what feelings are coming up? And the response I'll get is, well, I feel like blank. And I don't care what comes after that. That's a thought. I feel like leads to a thought. I feel like this. I feel like that. I feel sad. I feel hurt. I feel angry. I feel whatever it is. I feel fear. Those are feelings. I feel like is a thought. So don't confuse your feelings and your emotions with thoughts. And remember, thoughts aren't always facts either. Often they're stories. And a lot of the reason that we struggle moving on from heartbreak is, like I said, the stories that we create and we make up. The stories that we make up about never being able to find somebody or something like you had before. And I know when you're in it, this can feel so true. Like I'm never going to find something like this again. But feeling like you're never going to find something like this again is not factual information. That's a fear. That's a fear of yours. Fear is a feeling though. So I want to encourage you guys to allow yourself to have feelings and allow yourself to move through them because our feelings are also guides and they're going to lead us to what we need. And if we ignore them, we aren't going to get what we need. Think of them as like lights on a dashboard, right? So if your car, if a light shines, a light pops up on your dashboard, maybe it's your oil change light. Okay. Ignoring that light isn't going to make your oil change not necessary. <laughs> like that's not how that works. In that light, yeah, it's really annoying. Like it's really annoying when that light comes on because I'm like, oh, I have to go to the place and I have to sit in the room and I have to pay the money and do the thing. That's annoying. It's inconvenient. I don't like it. However, if I ignore it, then I'm going to end up with my, well, this happened to me. <laughs> oh, this happened to me uh, a couple of years ago. If you ignore it, you're just going to end up your car breaking down in the middle of a very busy road as everybody's driving to work. And that's going to be the damaging thing, right? Ignoring that feeling. That could have gotten me in a wreck. Ignoring the, the light, ignoring the check engine light. That was damaging. Could have been worse than it was. Luckily, I was okay. 
But as much as the light coming on is frustrating and inconvenient, it's there to help me. And so are your feelings. So your feelings are helping you move through this. You just have to allow them to do that. Now, also, like, I think that some of us, like, when we're going through breakups, like, sometimes we want to, like, push all this away, right? And I think there's time for distraction. I really do think that, like, distraction can be a helpful thing. But also, it's okay to not distract ourselves all the time. It's okay to allow ourselves to remember the good parts of our relationship. But with that, I want you to also allow yourself to remember the truth of the relationship too and be careful not to use this idea called rosy retrospect and then end up romanticizing things that weren't actually that great so rosy retrospect is this term that i've held on to that kind of means you are looking back retrospectively but through like rose-colored glasses and so you're creating a story that actually isn't accurate and a lot of times we do that like with addiction we do that a lot where we'll look back at like a party that we went to and be like, oh, it was so fun, blah, 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 blah. And then we'll remember all the good parts of it and all these things that we want to remember, like who was there and maybe uh, dancing at one point and this and that. But then like we forget that like maybe you like fell in front of everybody and maybe you might have like thrown up in front of everybody or that hangover you had or the DUI you got after the party. Like you forget all of that stuff. And in relationships, we do that too. We look back and we remember the good things, which you're allowed to do that. Like because a relationship ended does not mean your experiences that you had that felt good don't matter and don't count anymore. You still get to have those. Those were part of your life and you still get to honor those and enjoy those. But I don't want you to use those to convince yourself of something that wasn't true. So also remember the parts that weren't great. Remember the truth of some of those nights. Maybe you had I mean, I've done this, but like great dates were like, it's so great. We went to this great restaurant and we had this great conversation and I had this great food and I had this great outfit and blah, blah, blah. We took this really cute picture and we laughed about this. But then like what happened later that night, maybe you got in a really big fight over something and they hurt your feelings and we don't want to remember that part. But remember that, that like that perfect date wasn't actually perfect. So allow yourself to remember both. Like you get to keep the good parts, but don't let those convince you that the relationship was perfect. Because most likely, no relationship is perfect, but most likely it wasn't. And maybe it ended for a reason. Also like patience is one of our best healers here, right? Like time. Like I just said, like allow yourself to have distractions. Like I think we need sometimes distractions to help with the patience, to help with the time. Because distractions can allow us to get back in our lives and enjoy our lives again without always having to think about this thing that we don't have or always having to think about the relearning and the reprocessing that we have to do to to create a life again outside of the relationship. It's okay to, to use distraction sometimes to help us get through the time. Because time, again, it's so cliche, but it's, like, it's a healer. It really is. Like space away from something does help. It doesn't fix completely and it doesn't take feelings away, but it does help remove the proximity and the strength of some of that emotion. And another thing that I, I think is so important in the healing of relationships is to ask yourself, where am I finding support? Where am I getting support and help? If relationship is something that I've, I was created to be in and 
if human connection is one of the strongest, best, most wonderful experiences and soul giving experiences, okay, where am I going to get that outside of this relationship that ended? I still need relationship. I still need support. I still need connection. So where can I find that? It might not be the same. It's not the same. A friend is not the same as a romantic partner. It's not. However, it is still a helpful, meaningful part of life. So where can I lean in to people? And and where am I refusing to do that? And why might I be doing that? Like, I wonder if I, if I am finding myself feeling very alone. Is that because I really am alone? Or is that because I'm creating this aloneness because I'm isolating myself? Because it feels like my feelings are too big or nobody wants to hear them or I've talked about them too much or nobody wants to be around the sad girl or the sad guy or the sad person. And, and where is that coming from? And where are those stories coming from? Like, be curious about that. But where can I find support? Because while human connection and the, the, the break of it can be one of the most painful experiences. Human connection is also one of the best healers that we have, time and human connection. So how can I use those to my benefit? How can I allow myself to grab onto those? Your healers, it's not the book. It's not the how to get over it book. It's not this podcast. It's finding a way to connect and be supported by humans and feel love. Like that's the healer. And maybe you might get that through something like a podcast like this, because maybe you can connect to something that I'm saying, and I am a real human. And so use that, like that's a lot of be some of your support, but also take this conversation. And that's the point of this whole, the whole podcast, the whole Unitherapy podcast is to take the things that you're connecting to here into your life. So take some of the things that you're hearing here. Take some of the questions that are popping up in your head. Take some of the statements that you're saying. Take some of the the feelings and then go create an experience in your life connecting to somebody face-to-face with that stuff so you can feel heard and understood and loved and cared for because you deserve that. Because heartbreak, a lot of times we make up the story that we're not cared for. Nobody cares about us. And oh my gosh, you are. You are. And I want you to be able to remind yourself that. So, man, I could talk about this all day, literally all day, but I'm not going to. I'm going to kind of wrap this up here. And and I really hope that this conversation was less of a tell you exactly what to do, but more of a give you an understanding of kind of what might you be going through and how might I empower myself to figure out what I need to do. This stuff is tough. This stuff is hard. This, this stuff is like, I could talk about it all day, but it's not fun to talk about. This is something I wish that we didn't have to deal with heartbreak. Like, why is this a thing that was created? But it was created and, and it's here. So we're going to do something with it. We're going to talk about it and we're going to learn how to cope and move through it. And so I hope that this was helpful in some way. And I hope it's going to help you create agency in your life to move through the toughness that you might be feeling, or you might feel in the future, or you might have gone through in your past. So Again, I'm with you in this human experience. I'm with you in it. And if you have any questions, send them and I can help bounce some questions back to you. And uh, have the day you guys need to have. Have the moment you need to have. Have the conversations today you need to have. You deserve them. I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday for Couch Talks and stay in there, guys. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 